This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, August 13th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Apple and Samsung are locked in a dispute over patents. With the president's help, a harsh penalty against Apple was overturned. And that, all things considered, is a good thing. That from Bill Watson, a trade policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Apple and Samsung are suing each other for patent infringement in courts all over the world. And in the United States, uh, they get to do it twice. Uh, They sue each other in district court, and each one of them has patents that they own that they think the other infringed. And they also get to sue at the International Trade Commission. So the International Trade Commission had a case against Apple brought by Samsung and a case against Samsung brought by Apple, and they both lost. The ITC uh, ruled that both were guilty of patent infringement. And the result was going to be a ban on uh, old iPhones. It would be the iPhone 4 uh, and also the iPad 2. Uh, and the, uh, the president intervened in the case and overturned the ITC's decision to ban Apple products, but not to ban Samsung products. It looks like the president has chosen sides in the dispute that he has favored Apple over Samsung. But this is actually a a really good development. Uh, It's a very good thing that the president went out of his way to veto a decision of the International Trade Commission because the International Trade Commission is a thoroughly illegitimate place to litigate patents. Uh, We don't actually need to have an International Trade Commission litigating patents. Uh, We have a fully functioning court system uh, and having the ITC available um, can cause a lot of problems. Uh, For one thing, uh, the ITC only has one remedy. It uh, can exclude imports from the country if it finds patent infringement. Now in a court, perhaps the best remedy would be money damages. Uh, And that was certainly the case uh, in the Apple dispute uh, where the patent issue was one where uh, Samsung really didn't have the right to exclude Apple. Uh, It was a a particular kind of patent that was essential to uh, standard technology. And so uh, a court would have uh, simply uh, determined proper royalty payments and not have issued uh, a ban on the product. Now, banning products is almost always bad for consumers. Uh, We would like to have innovative products and we would have like to have lots of them and we would like to have competition between them. So consumers would benefit from overturning the ban on the Samsung phones as well. Uh, So it would be nice if the president would veto both decisions, but it's still a good thing that the president vetoed one uh, because it really shows that the ITC is getting out of hand, that uh, its role in the patent system is particularly disruptive. We have courts uh, that are supposed to be deciding uh, winners and losers in these patent cases, and along comes a a federal agency uh, with the power to supersede uh, the decisions of a court uh, to, in in essence, uh, 
ban products uh, that a court decided not to ban uh, in a very similar dispute over patents. So to the extent that the president's veto uh, prompts reform of the ITC and its role in the patent system, and I think it will, uh, this is a very positive development uh, for the patent system in general. A casual observer of this would have looked at this case, or these cases rather, and, and thought, oh, the president, he's an Apple guy. He is looking at these, these two cases and deciding, well, you know, clearly Apple is the superior product or it's the product I like better or there's a political constituency of mine that likes Apple products, so I'm going to side with them. That wouldn't be an unreasonable observation. It, it certainly looks that way and it looks that way to the Korean government uh, that may be a little bit upset that Apple's case was overturned and Samsung's uh, ban is still in place. But the decision really fits into a broader patent policy that the, the president has expounding, been expounding for a while, um, wanting to um, have a more nuanced approach to certain kinds of patents, uh, where um, in this case, uh, these uh, standard essential patents, um, where the ITC's remedy is, is excessive. And uh, there's a general push uh, to reform uh, the way the ITC works so that it won't be issuing exclusion orders in cases where a district court would refuse to issue an injunction. And uh, there are, are a number of situations. It, uh, one of those is uh, when the case is involving uh, patent trolls uh, who are just suing to get to get money and they can be made whole with money damages. They don't need an injunction. And so uh, there's a, the problem of, of patent holdup of companies who own patents uh, getting too much value out of litigating them. And so the ITC has been part of that problem and reigning in the ITC in this way uh, will help the patent system uh, deal with not just standard essential patents but, but a whole range. Of, of patent issues. Where is the exclusion, uh, that is to say a product ban, where is that appropriate? I mean, is that, is that ever appropriate to just, to just ban the product in, in, in these cases? It could hypothetically be needed, but it's surely not needed in any of these cases. Uh, Apple and Samsung and, and so many other of the uh, respondents who come in at the ITC are really big companies that are very easy to sue. Uh, they have very open and obvious operations. Uh, you wouldn't have trouble enforcing a court order against them. Uh, theoretically, the ITC's patent exclusion power exists to prevent unscrupulous foreign pirates out there uh, trying to defraud the American people and, 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 and give us fake stuff. And it just doesn't match up with the reality of what's going on at the International Trade Commission. Bill Watson is a trade policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.